what a terrible, <laughs> terrible set of movies. Oh yeah, Divergent. Yeah, I think they divert. I mean, I was gonna they make a stopped. Divert. They literally stopped making them because they were so bad and nobody wanted to watch them. Right, they weren't like done making them, or they weren't supposed to be done, were they? And then, no, they, they weren't. They, they were the, just done. No, everybody else was done with it. <laughs> yeah, because it was. Uh, it wasn't doing great. Wasn't uh, Naomi Watson, Shailene Woodley, Naomi Watts? Was it Naomi Watts? I thought it was. Um, was it Naomi Watts or Kate Winslet? I think it was Kate Winslet. I I truthfully can't remember. Yeah, I'm not gonna Google it to fact check, but I want to just like speculate and conjecture. It was Carrot Top. It was Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was Kate Winslet as Carrot Top as whatever character she was playing. Yeah, exactly. No, it was Carrot Top as Kate Winslet as whatever oh, really? character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carrot That's, Top looks crazy. You know. I would yeah. I would probably hang out with Carrot Top. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know much about Carrot Top, so maybe I wouldn't. Did Chelsea Handler write jokes for him and have a have a thing with him? Because I remember uh, reading her book, um, Are You There, Vodka, It's Me, Chelsea. Yeah, it's, John, it's so and weird she to bring this up. She doesn't say that it's Carrot Top, but she describes the person she wrote jokes for briefly and how they had like a fling. And John, she describes him as having crazy red hair. It's probably Carrot Top. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked or surprised. Um, it's Danny Bonaducci. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, that guy does a million setups a day. Have you ever seen his abs? Um, which one, Carrot Top or Danny no, Bonaducci? Well, both, Danny Bonaducci. Is Danny, he's had a long time um, run with abs and, uh, he's and all, having his, them. But I, once again, I don't know anything about him, so I'm just speaking out of my ass. Is he over an here. actor? I know, I know the he name. Was and a, I know the, the, he was I know the, the physique. I do believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I think he was in the Partridge Family, but I cannot. Ooh, for back the life in the day. Remember what does he do now? Sit-ups. Nice for a living. <laughs> Sit-ups. I, I, I actually don't know. I don't keep tabs on him. I don't follow him. I just remember one time. When I was working out, because I don't do that anymore, I remember <laughs> people were, or not people, he was talking about his workout routine and how many sit-ups, his freaking abs are ridiculous. Yeah. You know, they're also, the abs are made in the kitchen. They, are, they, made in the, they are made in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, because I, I do love food. I mean. And I love to eat food. Food's so good. It's so good. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's funny. Wait, Speaking hold on a second. Food, I, think I, I, have... I think we're going to go get pierogies later today. Pierogies? Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do one thing one second. Yeah. I'm going to disconnect this. And then I'm going to... Reconnect it. Do that. This is gonna be oh hi everyone now. welcome to mean girls interrupted oh we're gonna edit okay good okay uh, edit that too i'm so sorry that stays oh wow cool hmm. pungent pungent um i'm getting a little bit that's my drag queen name pungent. i'm getting i'm getting a little crackly um staticky haziness on my end but fuck you it. are 
<laughs> yeah. I don't hear anything truthfully. I hear nothing. I know that sucks on your end. Just uh, it's probably gonna uh, come out fine in the wash, but everybody at home, tell us give us some feedback. If you hear a crazy uh feedback. crackly feedback, then yeah. then just definitely uh write us a review and, and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your um however you get our call to action's very tired today um no really so hi welcome to mean girls interrupted the only movie review podcast and when we say that in the world there's there isn't another there is nothing like us and there never will be because uh that hasn't been invented yet movie review podcasts is not a thing no it's just us it's just two queens two queens who are watching movies together not from a distance yeah not live but um, no or together right and so everything i said was a lie <laughs> but we did watch a movie this yeah, week that's not a lie we're gonna talk about it we are gonna talk about it john what movie did we watch showgirls we did watch showgirls we did watch this Showgirls. Was, this was my first time watching Showgirls. This is my first time watching it all the way through. In the oh. past, I've definitely watched it up until a certain point and maybe fell asleep or changed the channel or turned it off or something. But this is the first time I actually got to experience it from beginning to end. I will say this much. I remember yeah. starting this movie and I thought I got five minutes in. I realized after watching the whole thing that when I turned it off the first time I started watching this movie, it was probably about mm, at most two minutes into the movie. Yeah. Yeah. That similar experience. I was like, well, this, how this must be like the halfway point. And then I, I paused it and it was like 20 minutes. yeah no and i was like what this is crazy so this is a long movie it's like over two hours it's i it is over two hours i didn't realize but i mean just like our last movie that we watched which one was it what did we do last i honestly think (laughs) it's a race face off face off yes yes um (laughs) something that we should always that's a movie that we are are trauma responses to forget i think they have a similar runtime but i'm gonna say the exact same thing that i did about the last one yeah pacing pacing a thing that should matter the pacing (laughs) in showgirls kept me watching yeah i mean it it does move from one scene to the next very quickly i would and say sometimes abruptly abruptly she's always moving she's always running she's always yelling she's, she's always upset she's always dancing though always very one, one thing she's very dancing one thing about nomi is she is always dancing even when she doesn't have to no because guess <laughs> what she's a professional darling she's a professional darling <laughs> so if you don't know showgirls is um a movie that released in 1995. Yeah, I have something that I'm going to say for the end, and I might need you to teach me how to bleep this out because this could be a moneymaker for us. And I'm not Ooh. joking. This actually, this could work. Okay, cool. Are we, this, this could involve work. us dancing for money? No, absolutely not. I can't oh. dance, John. I'm. A, have you ever seen me? 
I've seen you, but I haven't seen you dance. Yes. But have you ever noticed how I walk? <laughs> you're graceful. I you're don't like know a, about that. You're like a giraffe. I was going to say. Or a gazelle. Yeah, I'm going to go with, do you know, have you ever seen a giraffe being born? Um, that I just imagined it. Does six that count? Feet. They fall six feet because the mom don't crouch. <laughs> They're just the like, baby mm. falls to the ground. It's first introduction to the world. It's a crash landing. <laughs> no wonder they're so stupid. I'm just kidding. It, it, no, it, oh, they're so cute though. I love a giraffe. They're so cute. Anyway, we're not they're talking also, about giraffes. Also, very. I mean, well, we are talking about a giraffe because fucking Elizabeth, Elizabeth Berkeley, Berkeley is tall and tall. she. I let me tell you this, everyone. I'm going to say this right up top. I'm going to say this up top. Body, body legs, body, body, gorgeous. She yeah. is literally so Uh uh-huh i i uh, watching this movie i was like i get it if i had that body i would have worn no clothes in this movie as well oh yeah yeah that's not an exaggeration either for those no she literally never wears clothes it's 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 she's at points wearing zero things there is nothing on there's nothing there's a um and uh so yeah she is uh, amazing um like she is uh, Elizabeth Berkeley of obviously uh Save by the Bell fame uh she um you know if we just want to talk about it so i mean yeah she she stars in this movie she is Nomi Malone is Which, it Nomi is, is it Nomi amazing... Malone or is it Nomi it's Maloney no... <laughs> It's, it's Nomi Malone. <laughs> it is Nomi Malone, but honestly, I really like that name. Nomi yeah. Malone. It works. Right. And obviously we find out that she uh it's not her true name. Which we will get to. Yeah. And this she, also stars she has Kyle. a past. Yes. And she uh nobody really knows Elizabeth Berkeley, and she doesn't even really know herself either. No, Nomi's just barely finding herself. Yeah, so it also stars Kyle MacLachlan, um, who is of Twin Peaks fame. Okay. Uh, Gina Gershon. Of course, we just spoke of Gina Gershon. She was who, in Face Off. And who, for all of you out there who have played the Badlands video games, you're going to be excited because... Yeah, she's going to be in it. A, Eli Roth, who I personally love. Uh, you've always is, loved Eli Roth. Also, he is. Yep, I knew it. Yeah. There, oof. Was it in Glorious Bastards? Whenever you, whenever you, uh, no, whenever that feeling was awakened, or well, yes, but also my first introduction to him was I think a lot of people hostile, oh, which right. really brought him to the forefront. It really did. It really did. I think it really brought him to the forefront. But seeing him in Inglorious Bastards, I was like, oh my. You're like, you're like, that's it for me. I'm like, it's over. <laughs> it's over. No. So back to Gina Gershon. She Gina... will be in Badlands, everyone. Or nice. Is it Badlands? It is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, border, Borderlands. 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 I'm so bad. Into the Badlands was a show on FX that didn't have any guns, but it was all melee weapons, and it was so amazing, and it got canceled way too soon. Anyway, yes, back to Gina Gershon as Crystal Connors. As Crystal Connors. Yeah, which we, also mm-hmm. hot stripper name. Yeah, and they, I like how they intentionally sound like fake, obviously fake names because yeah, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, that's basically the only people you really need to know about in this movie because um, this was directed by Paul Verhoeven. Um, did he not do my favorite movie of all time? Starship Troopers? Uh-huh. Yeah, he did. That's not an exaggeration, everybody. I fully love Starship Troopers, and I Starship understand. Starship Troopers is good. It's it's honestly one of my favorite movies. It is. And, yeah, uh, he's a great filmmaker. I would argue that he is an auteur in his own right. I'm not going to disagree, because truthfully. Yeah, he also did <laughs> RoboCop. Right. He did RoboCop, which, hello, everyone, RoboCop. Which also has a similar uh, Paul Verhoeven flair to it. I don't think there's anything he does that doesn't have his flair. It's just yeah. it's he, just he... a parent. A flarent, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was really good. Um, so he did a, another one. Let's see. Another really... Uh, uh, notable one. What is it? What is it? Oh God! Oh, he, he Ratatouille. Did, he did Ratatouille. <laughs> oh, Total Recall. Right. Yes, right. Total Recall. Which, holy, yeah. everyone. Yeah, total I recall. totally recall that movie. Yeah, I totally do too. <laughs> uh, yeah, which also has a similar Paul Verhoeven uh feel. Total Recall is amazing. Total Recall is amazing. Total Recall is actually amazing. <laughs> Do you, I remember watching it whenever I was a kid and I was like, whoa, this is like a little edgy to be thought, a, yes. like a high flying action film in the 90s. I thought so. Well, um, no, I'm not actually sure what I thought because I was crying at ants dying and honey, I shrunk the kid. I probably wasn't thinking much. There wasn't a lot going on. Well, it has a really iconic um, scene with Sharon Stone in there. It has a lot of, uh, yes, it does, which, yeah. dude, you want to know what, I will, and I'll get into this. I hate that Hollywood wants, and what the audience wants is nudity and sex and all of these things, but he delivers it. That's for he sure. He does. But the people who are presenting it are vilified. Uh, oh, and yeah, I the don't think it's, And I don't think that's okay because it's no. like, no, it's not. No, because you need to back these people up. It's not our right to offer these things to audiences who then rip people apart, which gets me to my point. I truly think Elizabeth Berkeley yeah. was really screwed over. Oh, in the media, for sure. But can, can we just, uh, before we do that. We will. So, well, right before Showgirls, about three years before it was, it was released, Basic Instinct directed by Paul Verhoeven was um, preceded this film showgirls. Yeah. And so that was obviously similarly um, sen sensational, I would say uh, I would, caused a stir. It, well, yeah, naturally. Yeah. And, uh, and um, Sharon stone in her very much iconic um, uh, uh, crossing her legs and flashing everyone. Um uh she was also sort of like tainted after that no she pun was no she was and that's that's my point is like sharon stone sh the thing is is like i'm not even sure if that cut was supposed to be in there and they left it in anyway because i think i remember sharon stone talking about it oh like, that was completely intentional what are you talking about well maybe she, i'm gonna have to go back i swear to you i swear 
Yeah. She might have just been saying that to say it, you know. You think so? But why? But I mean, why after all this time? She, Own it. she like really. Own it because I thought it was. The a- media, the 1990s women like being empowered and showing their bodies off on film, like. And and also the, they're, they're exploring a theme there, like in both of these movies where they're like, they're these are women who are uh, sort of exploiting the the male fixation on them for to gain their own power in their situation which i mean truthfully and guess what it backfires in real life which is insane because because this uh, i mean this is hugely a theme in in showgirls as well it is utilizing your your sexuality for power right it is and um and also like and how that can really throw you down the wrong set of path stairs. in life and oh, I down a set of stairs apparently i thought you were gonna say down a set of stairs <laughs> but uh poor 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 gina crystal. gershon poor crystal but she did have it coming crystal connors did have it coming, as they say in chicago yeah she had it coming exactly um so yeah but um i know like the there's a ref with, with the idol on hbo right oh. now I haven't, like, I haven't watched it. Yeah, but I mean, they have, they're on the record, like they drew inspiration from Paul Verhoeven movies. Um, Did they? Yeah, like Basic Instinct and, and Showgirls and, and the way they depict like sexual power and things like that. Do I need to watch this now? I think you should, because if after watching Showgirls, it makes so much more sense to me, like why there were certain choices for like style and... I gotcha. Um, okay. And tone, I would okay. say. I think I will. It comes through. Not as good as Showgirls, obviously, but like okay. it does come, the influence is there. But also, I mean, Lily Rose Depp it like came under fire for the choices she made to to do in there. And watching it, I'm like, yeah, it's super explicit. And she's like naked the entire time, basically. And like, but I really, um, I was like, work you know what i mean i was like get it right okay so here's the thing i'm so glad that it took me so long to watch showgirls because i have my own opinions on this yeah like they are mixed but we're not going to do a review yet okay okay but i say this what really bothers me is one of the main actors in this movie the one who is dating gina gershon and also um know me yeah, at the, the, basically at the same time. Kyle McLaughlin. He okay, plays I the, couldn't remember he plays his the name. Entertainment director at the um, the the casino in Vegas. What's that casino again? Oh, um, this. Uh, it's not the, there anymore, but it used to be. Yes. Oh, <clears throat> why can't I remember the name? Uh, Let's just call it like the Sparkler or something. It has a yeah. name similar to the Sparkler. <laughs> the Roman Candle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Roman Candle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He. Oh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say. He's been in multiple things after all of these movies he's done. And what sucks is he's had a very untainted career. Right. And the other people, not so much. And even Paul Verhoeven was basically unscathed because it's a double standard. It's a really shitty double standard. Yeah. He went on to get like this on to Starship Troopers and he's still like regarded. He is a highly lauded um, director and rightly so, obviously. Right. But, but Elizabeth Berkeley, like her career tanked after this. Which I really don't think is fair at all. No. I don't think it's fair at 
all, dude. She got no. shafted in every sense. <laughs> yes, she did. So, right, yes, she did. I um, don't really think it's okay. I it's actually, not cool. it bothers me. She was, um, I was reading before this because I was like, I wanted to see some of the the details of like the backlash of what she actually faced during in the time. Um, she was dropped by her agent after it. Her, I'm yeah, that is so crazy because guess who probably was the one who introduced her to the role? Her agent, right? <laughs> yeah, Do you know how messed up that is, right? Because it's it's Paul Verhoeven at this point, he had done Basic Instinct, which was it's a high, it was a highly regarded film, it did well at the box office. He was in his he did Robocop, he did. Um, he's done all of these things yeah and so he is this was like to to pick elizabeth berkeley at the time who was just she was 21 whenever she filmed it by the way she does not look 21 she looks so much older for not not in a bad way but she looks so much way more mature she looks like like pushing 30 or something like that but she just has like a maturity about her and the way she carries herself. You know what I well, mean? And I think like that kind of, that level of confidence that she's acting. I don't know if it's acting or if Elizabeth Berkeley just has that confidence that her character has, but she, she has it. She, um, probably both. I mean, I would say you'd have to have the confidence to do this movie because you are bearing everything. Yeah. I you mean, have to have the comp, but with that body and that face, dude, like, and then legs. Yeah. Dude. They couldn't have picked a better person, but it really sucks because for her, she's probably like, it's probably her biggest regret because I could have actually seen her. She could have, she really probably could have gone far had she chosen a different role to separate herself from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. And you know, maybe, I don't know. I mean, she was 21. She was probably just trying to figure out like her own artistic voice in some way. But I think like in hindsight, I think it's an amazing choice me too i yeah i do too i don't like, think i don't i wouldn't want anybody else <clears throat> in the role than her right i wouldn't and that sucks because like her career was absolutely destroyed which is so unfair but like i'm not gonna lie this was this was an experience this movie is an actual experience yeah at first whenever because we open up the film like she do we want to? Should we do a quick breakdown? Yeah, we'll do we'll a little quick one because it. it starts off with with Elizabeth Berkeley. She's like, looks like she's in Colorado on like some rural street. Her fashion. <laughs> okay, the moments yeah. when. Okay, the I will say this: when the characters in this movie are wearing clothing, spot on. Wardrobe department. Yeah. Every, hit every note. I think every department hit every note, but yeah, the costumes were really the costumes good. were incredible. Because there's, there's a shirt that she's wearing at the end where she, it's like this um sort of a tiger print uh like yes. blouse, but it's not it's like um vinyl or something. It's it's like, it's a, like a plastic, it's like a plasticky shirt blouse that she's wearing whenever she goes to the hospital to visit Gina Gershon. Yes. And I was like, I whoa. Love, I love is it. it. Is that Versace? Is that Versace? <laughs> it's like Versace, a, girl. It's Versace. It's Versace. Also, speaking of little dresses, yeah, I, there's a theme. Basic Instinct, little white dress. This Ooh. one, little black dress. Both super form fitting. Both kind of a hot topic. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
because uh so so she is walking she's basically she's hitchhiking on the highway she's not the one to hitchhike no but she uh she gets picked up by this guy in a truck and he seems to be nice and kind to her she has a suitcase Mm -hmm. she just has her just her and her suitcase she he asks her like what where she's from and she's like different places yeah me and my suitcase a memoir yeah so that her response is uh is she never really tells the truth at all basically she's very mysterious her response is to immediately pull out a switchblade (laughs) yeah i mean uh yeah so she uh he takes her to las vegas where he was going anyway and she's just Uh like i'll go there i guess and uh so she um they pull over they pull into a casino and they're like oh let's have some fun and she's having fun with this guy and she gets held up at this uh, slot machine where she wins a little jackpot. She does. And then she immediately loses everything. Yeah, she loses As it all. You Which, <laughs> I mean, talk about foreshadowing. Very true. They basically tell the story of her journey throughout this movie with this uh, slot machine. Within the first 10 minutes in the slot machine. It's it's like pretty subtle, but to me, it actually rings true for the movie. Right, because she's like on top and then she loses everything and she has to walk away. Yeah. Uh, and so she she's like, wait, how long have I been here? And she goes out to the parking lot and the truck is gone. She's been... She's been had. She's been had, and her suitcase, which was in there, is also gone. She has nothing. Yeah, but who who swoops in immediately? Her bestie, her her new best friend. Before they even meet, this girl is like, "Oh, you're my best friend now. Come live with me." And her name is uh, let's see here. Oh, what was her name? Molly. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Molly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Molly Abrams, played by Gina Rivera, and um, uh, can I tell you that I love her so much? And she was good. Her character felt the most real, but yeah, most authentic. Like she was doing the the intended style of Paul Verhoeven, but like giving her own uh I taste think, to it so it kind of like did a great ground job. it grounded it i think i a little i was gonna say that she she has a very grounded character yeah but it still fits within this world that which it is does. like which is like at this point it's like we're like two minutes in and the world has been established as like then the tone obviously too. fast paced fast paced quick Chaotic. quick uh also, the the acting style is a little larger than life, I would say. I'd say in moments it is, but I did notice that there were there were times in this movie where it seems very like I'm like, oh, this is right. Like this feels right. Yeah, it does. It was it was it's an intentional directing choice to have the acting style like this sort of way. And so this, this is camp. It is camp. This is camp. It is camp. And I don't throw that word. You already know. You know very well that I don't throw that word around loosely. Right. Because not only is it, a, it's everything is a very earnest choice. This is not a comedy by any means or any stretch of the no, imagination. No, it's actually called a drama. It's, this is not a comedy. No. But I mean, there are exaggerations that could be laughable or, you know, elicit a laugh or something like that. 
but then you're like, then you step back and you're like, oh no, this is still really earnest. This I is- screenshotted one of those moments, just FYI, and it's going on our Instagram. I hope, I hope it's the one that I'm thinking of. <laughs> it probably is. I'll text it to you and I'll let you know. No, 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 we're not going to yeah. say. You'll see on the Instagram feed because I screenshotted this moment and I was like, is this real? I was like, yeah. I can't believe this is real. Yeah, it has to be the same moment because I looked over at it's Redacted so- and I was just like, John, it's actually What's going on here. I hope it's the same one, but it's so funny. John, I was actually stifling my laughter in my bed because I was <laughs> watching this by myself. And I was like, I can't believe it. It's these like you words. think one, you think one thing's gonna happen. <laughs> and you think you think you know it's gonna go a certain way, but then it goes an entirely different direction. You're like, you know what? I would never have guessed that was gonna happen by, by this. John, this has one of I think this movie yeah. could easily easily be one of the most quotable movies but accidentally uh, yeah i don't know if it's i don't know if it's an accident to be honest i don't know if it's an accident at all it's actually i think everything i think everything everything in this movie was completely 100 percent intentional john that just makes it so much better for me i'm actually getting goosebumps because when i think about this This movie's crazy. Yeah, but we do get into some like so she immediately uh goes to work at Cheetahs. I I love the name Cheetahs. Cheetahs. There's a Cheetahs. I don't know. It's not obviously not in the same franchise, but there's a Cheetahs on Sunset here. John, it's, I love the name Cheetahs for a strip club. Yeah, it's one of those strip clubs that has like one of those old like 1980s or 70s like plastic signs that are like embossed with like an image, and there's like yes. a sodium vapor yellow light uh-huh. inside. Yeah, and the sun has made it yellow from yeah. all of the years it's been outside. It's cracking. Right, and you never <laughs> see the, the front door open and close, and there's no windows. <laughs> no, well, there can't be windows, not at those types of clubs. No, no, no. Yeah, it's similar. it has a similar feeling to Band-Aids in Phoenix. Oh, God, I completely forgot. There's a strip I have club not, called Band-Aids. I have not. <laughs> that was like... I've never been inside, but that was like a type where people were milling about outside and some of the girls would mill about outside, like on the weekends. And I'm uh, like, whoa, Band-Aids is the yeah, right no. name for this establishment. Yeah, so, well, yeah. So she goes to, to where work. I used to work, <laughs> there was one called Bones. Bones. Guys, in the comments down below, email us, what's the craziest strip club name that you have within your city or vicinity or one you've been to? Uh, Jumbo, I want to know. Jumbo's Clown Room. There's one on Hollywood Boulevard called Jumbo's Clown Room. I lived I lived like one block away from it in a rat-infested studio. Jumbo's Clown Room? Yeah. And so whenever Redact and I would, would walk around at nighttime sometimes, uh, we would pass by Jumbo's Clown Room whenever it was like 11 or 30 at night. And there's a, there's a and Jumbo's hot... outside. <laughs> exactly. And then there's a, there's a Thai restaurant, right? Right. It's a, it's like in a little mall right next door to it. And they have like full open windows. And one night we went by and, and the girls in their bikini tops were sitting in a booth uh, counting dollar bills. That sounds amazing. A lot of them. I'm like, John, Ooh. that sounds amazing, actually. Yeah. Good for them. Fucking work, dude. Get I your know. money and get your Thai food. That's a great, John. Right. Business is so smart. They thai food so right smart. next to a Jumbo's clown room is so brilliant. Right next to a strip club because A, they're getting drunk and people are going to get hungry. They're going to go for Thai food unless you're a strip club that does have a uh, buffet, which is oh, so They weird. do have those. Yeah. Which is they do so have those. weird. It's very weird. Un- unsanitary, I would say. No, I, there's not one part. 
A, I already hate buffets. Disgusting. Also, I'm not like, hey, I'm horny and hungry. Some people are horny and hungry. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> not uh, me. But they're definitely horny and hungry at Cheetos. Those so are she, two different things for me. Yeah, it's almost like it's like it doesn't it doesn't jive like, with the other. No, they did not for me, but good for you. All yeah. of you out there who love nachos on a dick, like good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um uh sorry, yeah. we're gonna have to bleep <laughs> that out. <laughs> no, uh I won't. I shan't. But uh, so uh, at Cheetos, at Cheetos, at Cheetos, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley Nomi, she rises to the prominence very quickly because she is a dancer. She dances. She thinks she doesn't. She doesn't really discern between stripping and dancing. There's not a line between the two for her. She no, is, they're the same thing. There's cl- there is no classical. There is no ballet. Yeah. It is all the same. In her in her brain, it doesn't compute whether she has clothes on or not. It doesn't. It's all the same to her. And yeah, so well, good. I get it. Yeah. And so that works to her advantage because she has zero shame. In fact, she loves she loves having big tit good tits, as she says. She has the most gorgeous body, dude. She's it's amazing. And so Gina Gershon. Oh, wait, no, she at first she goes to this like star. Is it Starlight Hotel is it Casino? Starlight? I want to say it's Starlight. Stardust. 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 Is it Stardust? It's Stardust for sure. I knew it was something like Sparkler. Yes. <laughs> the Stardust and Sparklers are They're the, same. the same. They are the same thing. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, so she actually goes and um, and witnesses this show that her best friend does like the hair and makeup for. Yeah. Uh it's these showgirls and she uh, gets to sit and see the show once and she sees the glory the glory of Gina Gershon who is the star and the diva of the show which is like very dancey acrobatic and fully nude and apparently oh, right. they used to have shows like this I mean I'm not actually shocked or surprised like yeah but what's crazy to me is they don't have them now why like Las Vegas is the city of sin why take that away I think it's all about like Adele like big name like Usher residency well then they can take their titties out take your titties out Usher you do yeah Adele Adele please get to with the program and so uh (laughs) could you imagine that'd be so (laughs) I'd buy a ticket. Like the casino like forces her to do it. No, no, there's no force. <laughs> it has to be consensual. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so it's all fully nude, just dancing and whatever and what whatnot. And uh, uh, she's like, I want to do that. And uh, but she's over at Cheetah's. But Gina Gershon and the entertainment director, Kyle McLaughlin, they come to Cheetah's. They do, and they're Have doing a good old time. Fat lines of cocaine, huge open lines of cocaine, just everywhere. out, just right out on the street. Yeah, and like drinking a uh, crystal or crystal. Yeah. It's always pronounced crystal in this movie, which, which I also, I was like, excuse me, crystal, and like, I know she, that was a choice like, they made. Yeah, I was like, wait, she she named herself after crystal but calls it crystal i don't know. It's just like Versailles, dude. Because I think what they're yeah. trying to do mm-hmm. is tell you that they're. They're of not of they're they have the same background. They come from a lower tier yeah, in the cause... caste system that is America that people pretend doesn't exist. Exactly. Um so she she uh yeah, so she she and um 
and uh, Kyle McLaughlin, they see uh, Crystal Connors, not Crystal Connors, sorry. Crystal Connors. Chris, <laughs> they, they see Elizabeth Berkeley like doing her thing and they are mesmerized by her. They uh, and they ask for a private dance, which private. escalates very quickly. It is. It's... It is very. This scene is. I would say, how would you describe this scene? This this private dance scene. Um. Okay. How many words do I have to describe it? Um. One. I have one <laughs> word to describe it. Um. Hmm electrifying <laughs> definitely electrifying <laughs> electrifying because i'm uh, not gonna say something rude uh no 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 i would call it i would call it um climactic that is definitely a word to use as well she lap dances kyle mclaughlin to the finish line all the way she said honey she said you can you can call me that one famous horse's name Mr. Right? Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she, she, uh, she, so he totally uh, jizzes in his pants and gets out of there. But uh, like, how Gina, embarrassing! He doesn't seem that embarrassed. I, John, I would be covering right up. But Gina Gershon was living for that moment. Gina Gershon was just watching. She was having. She didn't cucking, even have to be chucking oh, hard. Right. She was cucking hard. <laughs> She was cucking hard, everyone. Buck if you cuck. <laughs> cuck so. if you buck, girl. This is, and she was, dude, Nomi was bucking. <laughs> gyrating. She, she was, was uh, she was gyrating. Uh, she was, uh, um, she was, was it a, a, a genoflexing? She was doing. Gynoflexing. She, she was doing everything. Genuflexing. And more. Genuflex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was she was going hard, and she uh, basically got won the audition. So <laughs> to, for to her doing dancer. that, right? She barely even had to do anything. Yeah, except so she, for her job, and she made five hundred dollars. Uh, she made five hundred dollars. John, five hundred dollars in the nineties—that's a lot of money. That is so much money. I would have rolling would, in it, John. I would have right there. Yep, be like, yeah. you know what? I work here now. Yeah, she's I would have like, threw never... on a wig. I'm never putting on my clothes ever again. No, right. Why would you leave that? I don't know. Um, but so she, she, uh, that she is indoctrinated into this world of showgirls, uh, but she does have to audition. Yes. And she, she's invited to the, the, the venue mm -hmm. and to the stage. And she is, uh, I love this audition scene. Me as well. So I think much. It's great. I think it's great. Yeah, there's a couple of them, but this there's one in particular where she is she is dancing so hard and sweating so much. And like the choreographer, it's so like the scene is so amazing and iconic. And I think everybody knows what it is. <laughs> uh, yes, but also at the is it the scene where she's like basically doing um like jazzercise and she is doing the hip thrusts? Uh-huh. I I'm not I it awoke it awoke something in me I was like this is so incredible yeah like it's like the energy of the scene is in, it's insane. so incredible the other dancers there's like stakes and pressure and the the choreographer is just like but uh put your arm higher not that high and then like they're like kuh, 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 kuh. 
Do you want to know what this movie is before the movie came out? Save the last dance. Definitely. This is save the last dance, but like yeah. save the last dance should have never tried. on cocaine. I would say oh, it is on cocaine. It's on, it's <laughs> on, is... It is on some uppers. Yeah, for sure. This is uh, yeah. And so she, uh, uh, she's like, did I do good? And she's like, yeah, you did great. And she's like, uh, when do I start? And he's like, you go on tonight. And she's and like, she's living. She's like, okay. She's like, cool, I got this. Bring it. So she is thrust into like the the uh, dressing room, which is like this. Thrust. That's a good <laughs> word to use. Yeah. Uh, she's thrown into it. She's thrust into this world of showgirls and it's like feverish. There's chimpanzees around. Um, there's cattiness. There's so much cattiness in the there's background. children, weirdly enough. And also, that they're, was very I'm weird. like, get these things out of here. And they're then, like, no, they're not supposed to be here. I'm sorry. As soon as I was like, get those children out of here, that actress like turns around. She's like, get these children out of here. And I was like, yes. I loved her energy. She is, she is everyone who's like, take your screaming, nasty, sticky children. Yeah. Also, why are they there? Literally everyone like, in that they, room is topless. They do not belong here. They're all topless. I want to do a where are they now with those little actor children. It's like they were filming around boobs. They're all working. They're both working at Cheetahs now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. They both work at Cheetahs. Yeah, they probably like died of an overdose somewhere. Um, behind cheetahs. <laughs> behind cheetahs. <laughs> they they overdosed on cheetahs behind cheetahs. Yes, behind cheetahs. <laughs> so um yeah, so she's uh, her dream is coming true. Right. And uh the stakes couldn't be higher for her because she mm-hmm. barely knows these dance moves, but she goes out on that stage and she works it so hard. She falls once, but she recovers quickly and um gracefully even gracefully yes and so she gets off that stage and she has her best friend there and she's just like "Ooh, my life is happening and it's great and blah blah blah." but gina gershon she has a thing for uh for nomi and she i I love that yeah she sees a lot of herself in nomi and she she can also see herself in her if only she can get (laughs) the opportunity right and she's really pushing for that opportunity i wish she wants it bad She, she i get it though i mean that body (laughs) <laughs> body body um so she like she befriends the quote-unquote befriends yeah, frenemies Nomi. they are frenemies for sure so she invites her to lunch and like to this fancy little place and um, talk about dog food and liking dog food can i just I say love, yeah. i love this but can i just say that i have actually tried a box of dog treats because i wanted to see if each color um had a different flavor so i took they they don't actually literally i don't even know why they're colored there was a green one a brown one a red one and a tan one and i was like let's see how these go so i did a nibble and they were shaped like little doggy bones you know dog biscuits Uh so i did a i'm like hmm why do dogs go ham for these because they don't taste like ham (laughs) but they all taste the same and they all just taste like grain they just taste like grain right but according not I mean, yes, thank you for that context. I had to give you all of that because like these two girls, I also grew up on the lower side <laughs> Me and too. I have eaten dog food. Yeah, but I mean, I I have tried vegan bits because I was like, these commercials are really selling it as bacon. And I tried those. Uh, the, the bacon strips, right, right. And I was I like, these them. look like bacon. They smell like bacon. Are they bacon? And I tasted it. That's not bacon. It's not even 
it's i feel like i feel like it's a a full gimmick just for the just for the uh the dog owner i think it's the smell Mm -hmm. it's like it's like what they've done is added a smell but it doesn't taste like anything i'm sure i've never tried begging strips and i don't think i will no but anyway over that phase but i mean i feel like if begging strips were around whenever um whenever crystal connors was a child she would full addict done john she would have been at she would have been at the grocery store. She yeah. would have been, she's one of the people who, do you know those people who go to the grocery store and they're like, well, I'm going to pay for it anyway. So they open it up and they just start snacking on the package. A, super tacky. Don't fucking do that. Um, <laughs> don't be that person in the store being like, well, I'm going to pay for it. So right. I'm just going to open it. I've been, I've been in line like, and like the person behind me puts like an empty bag of chips on the, on the conveyor belt. And I'm like, oh, that you is, ate that. How long have you been here? That is crazy. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy behavior. Anyway, back yeah. to Crystal Connors and her dog food situation. Um, yeah, well, they get into that dog food uh, conversation really easily. Like they do. No shame involved at all. And so, because Elizabeth Berkeley, she's like, she's like, well, this all this could be dog food for all I whatever. And then um, Crystal Connors is like, ooh, I I've eaten dog food, and she's like, you have? She's like, yeah doggy chow yeah they bond over doggy they're chow, like which flirting is... over it they're flirting over doggy chow and she was like she's like i've eaten dog food too and she's like they do i like dog food and she's like i liked it too right <laughs> uh, like, they, you saunter off, they saunter off back to the stage to go have a little dancing lesson yeah oh right there was a moment here though where she was like she was like, she's like, oh, I don't like champagne gives me a headache. She's like, it's not champagne, it's crystal. And I named yeah. after it. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, she's she's like, also it's holy water. And then she, oh, she splashes it. she splashes it in her face. And I'm like, rude. Right. John, they're very bitchy. Very bitchy. But I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um yeah. But anyway, what happens next after this? A lot goes down that doesn't so really we're, matter i think story. we're kind of getting into the weeds of this because there's a lot that happens yeah let me just do a quick breakdown okay so he, i'm gonna do a super fast breakdown of what yeah happens. do it and then we'll talk about it and then we're, we're gonna talk about because we'll i really scenes because i really do want to talk about this movie more than the movie yeah exactly so knew me no me i'm so sorry knew me isn't noom like a weight loss who cares ozempic right. um so <laughs> no me and gina gershon Crystal, actually go back to the stage and they have a little dance crystal's trying to get in her pants and Nomi's like absolutely not horror i'm out of here and they do call each other horror a lot that's not me saying it so well i mean she's accusing her of being a whore and she's like I'm they not do all they always do it's so insane yeah. so Nomi leaves yada 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 a lot of stuff happens in in between this and that um it turns out that they're doing a prostitution ring and they take Nomi to this thing where they're trying to sell her off to the highest bidder and she's like no so she comes back it gets crystal mad the director's lying about stuff it's just so crazy yeah um, i mean so the, there's a rivalry now between there yeah. there's a villain i mean yeah gina gershon's a villain and uh yeah, like always trying to undermine uh, Nomi, Nomi and her and her rise to fame because there can only be one Gina Gershon in this room. There's only one Cristal. Yeah, so but I mean Elizabeth Berkeley is like, you know what? Everybody's telling me um, I have like I'm using my sexuality for power. She's like, I'm gonna own it and I'm gonna actually 
choose right. to do it. Yep. And so she's like, Hey, um, Kyle McLaughlin boss, man. Um, you want to hang out? And then, uh, yeah. So they definitely hang out at they his do, place. They do. Uh, boy, do they ever. And the scene is crazy. Uh, do you want to know what? <laughs> Can I just say what's so wild to me is the way they place them. Who was doing the blocking? Because honestly, the fact they set her so far away from that stupid fish with the water coming out of its mouth and then forced her to have to go back so the water was cascading over her. John, she was being waterboarded while she was gyrating. Yeah, and so it was they, they consummate nuts. their relationship inside of the pool nuts. is what Travis is trying to say, but not before he comes into the pool completely naked and then he has a bottle of crystal uh-huh. and he pours it all over her. It's not even sexy, and I know it's supposed to be sexy. But she, she's like, yeah, and I was like, rude. Also, <laughs> what a waste! Oh wait, what yeah, an like absolute waste. I, I know you waste. have money. Do not. But you could, so mm-mm. rude. I, I, if he, did, he didn't even ask. No, but you know what? She was living for the moment, and she I was. think he was recognizing this. Yeah, and so she gyrates on top of him in a in a crazy way. Oh, it is. She's creating waves. She's making waves. It is a one of. <laughs> yeah, I just don't even. I it, actually. Do you it's know? So ridiculous! It is you, ridiculous and crazy. John, there's as much rhythm as like, do you remember those little sock'em rock'em robots? Yes. That's what it was giving. It was giving sock'em rock'em robots. But only because like the actual motions themselves, there was no fluidity. The only fluid in that scene was was the the water in the pool. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's the wildest sex scene I've ever seen in my entire life. It, tr- it truly is. And this is where we get into the unhinged territory. This scene took me uh, so far out. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, cool, great. That's a choice. It is and, a choice, and it's fine. It uh, fits with the universe. Yeah, and then it the makes next day, sense within this movie. It does. And I was like, okay, cool. We're still here in this world. And so she wakes up in, in his bed and has to like go all of a sudden. And like, she is a, suddenly addicted to cocaine. <laughs> she has a cocaine issue at this point. Is she? Yeah, she does cocaine. Oh. And that's why she's even... crazy throughout oh. this day. Dang. Yeah. Well, good so, for her. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, so um, the understudy that um, uh, broke her leg, uh, Virginia we won't shot. get into it. You guys got to watch yeah, the movie to find out. Uh, she, uh, uh, the audition is today. You want to be there? And she's like, yeah, awesome. Great. And so she um, goes to this understudy audition and Gina Grishon is not happy to see her there. No, she doesn't all. like it one bit. Cause she already knows. Yeah. Nomi. Nomi's coming for my crown girl. Yeah. And they discuss it immediately right away with the big wigs and her. They were like, she's great. She's magnetic. But not more magnetic than you, Gina Grishon. Uh, they had to tell her that. They ha- definitely had to stroke her ego a little bit. Yeah. And then the the casino owner turns around and is like, well, you're not getting any younger. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This, yo, this movie has some body image issues. <laughs> yeah. Because Gina Grishon looks great and she's not even that old. She's not old at all. Her she's body... like 31 or 32 in this 
movie. Right. And her body is also <gasps> super snatched. Everyone in this movie is freaking gorgeous. I know. Pretty, like everyone in this movie is that was hot. A, I think that was a requirement for sure. To you be had to be hot. But even the people they were calling not hot enough yeah. were te- literal tens. Yeah. I think toxicity was a theme for sure. It's so crazy. Um. Yeah. So she the the rivalry between the two it escalates oh oh does it ever and it also <laughs> escalates you guys escalators are very dangerous look it up okay back to it <laughs> they are <laughs> um and uh yeah so it, it all culminates during one of their dance numbers which is a bdsm dance number and i was living for it their costumes john okay Oh the leather, gosh. the leather and the bondage and the things, it was crazy. It was Barbarella. Okay. It not, not it was like it was heavy metal, the cartoon heavy metal. Do you want to know what? I swear to you, Mary the Night, the music video, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Had to have been inspired fully Absolutely. by the scene. Absolutely. Sean, this actual death dance number was so hot. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm like, this is so incredible. And they're fighting it out during the dance by doing dance moves at each other. John, it, it's so good. This dance scene is so good for me. I was here for every moment yeah, of this. And it was, it was on theme. They were both struggling for power. They were fighting for the power. John, it's cell block tango. It was cell block tango. <laughs> but uh, Gina Gershon does trip her. She does. And then she basically sets Elizabeth Berkeley off. She, oh, she sets the tone for what's coming next. They are they are leaving stage. The number is done, and Gina Gershon's like, "Hmm, I win." And then um, she they are walking down these these this flight of stage stairs, which are metal and very long and, and steep. Aren't they like? They look like giant cheese graters. They do. So. <laughs> Elizabeth Berkeley in a, in a rage as she pushes Gina Gershon down the stairs and in the most miraculous way, I would say. That was a, it was a kind of a very dramatic fall. Oh, I don't know any other way to fall downstairs. I've never fallen downstairs. I'm working on it. You go, I'm working on <laughs> <laughs> It's death becomes her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we should watch that one. Honestly? But like I, already lo- I already love. I already love it. I already love it. I already love it. I already love it. It's an iconic movie. You can't go uh, wrong with Death Becomes Her. No. Um. So she falls down, and everybody huddles around. Like, did anybody see it? Was she pushed? And they were like, Elizabeth, you were behind her, right? And there, she was like, Yeah, but she just fell. And everybody believes her because yeah, well, one girl because vouches one girl. for her. And we're not getting into why, but there's a reason. And she yeah. says, I saw everything. She wasn't even behind her. Yeah, and then so, but the best she's friend full knows. of lies, and she has box braids. Yeah, so she she does. It's so weird. Yeah, but um, I mean, I think at the time it kind of was like, but yeah. um, so she uh she rises to fame immediately by stepping into the role. Oh wait, uh, let me backpedal. When I say box braids, I mean they're not a bad hairstyle, but this is on a white woman, so it doesn't make sense. Right. Anyway, context. To it. Yeah, definitely context. <laughs> Half so, of what you know. Um. Yeah. So she um. She does assume the the star role, and she is the new it girl in town. And she is the face. Yeah, she's on billboards. She's killing it on stage, and um, she is the black swan. Also, I noticed there were weird posters around this. 
and I feel like the poster for Black Swan directly. I'll have to send you a picture. I'll find it and I'll put a side by side for you. Because if okay, I can cool, find it, I was cool. like, it gave me Black Swan vibes, and I was like, hmm. I'm like, this, this a little movie Black seems Swan-y. very. This movie seems very influential. Yeah. Just, I feel like it influenced a lot of pop culture. Absolutely, it did. Okay, I'm so sorry. Let's get but, back into me not interrupting you again. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, yeah, so she she is in prominence now, and she has lost the faith of her best friend, but she loves this fame and fortune, and she's, uh, to win back her friend's um, uh, good graces, she's like, oh, I'm going to this party um, where your favorite rock icon is going to be. You should come. And she does. She shows the friend shows up, and like their rift is sort of being settled between each other. Like they're they're on their way to becoming friends again. Yeah. And um uh and a really alarming scene goes down. It's a it's, it's a very gratuitous rape scene, I would say. Yeah, one of the worst that I've seen next to Last House on the Left, the new one. Oh, oh right, John, it's bad. I, it's do, real, I know. It's so for context. Just to let you all know, rape scene is in this movie, and it's very violent. It's very, very, very brutal. And I would say, um, I wouldn't, I would never want to see that in the movie ever again. Even yeah. if, even if it had to be there for story reasons, I don't think it needed to be done. Uh, we also have to take into consideration the time this was made. I get it, but also yeah. like, uh. It's it was a, a lot. It, it's it was a lot. too much. It, it, was it too truly much. is a lot. It was it's too a lot. Much. It's a lot. It's a lot. And in a movie that's this high camp, and uh, it shouldn't have been there. But um, yeah, because now why are you really bringing the drama? But they had to close the movie somehow. Yeah, I but, guess. Mm-hmm. So her friend is hospitalized from the the assault. Yes. And um, so the Elizabeth Berkeley is visiting her in the hospital and she was like, and then see, she has influence now. So she was like, Hey, Kyle McLaughlin, uh, you can't hire, you can't give this rock star who brutalized my friend a residency. That's not cool and okay. And he was like, well, he's going to do it, but he can like pay your friend like a bunch of money and she'll never have to work again. It's like fine. Right. And she's like, it's not fine. And she spits in his face. And I'm pretty sure she it was like a spout of water. John, it was so good when she spit in his face. She's like, absolutely not. This is my friend. She was just raped by this monster who you're allowing to have a platform. I don't think so. Yeah. So she basically just walks away from everything, but not before. Before she gets so hot in that <clears throat> leopard print two-piece set yeah. with yeah. her tall black boots and her high tight ponytail. Uh-huh. John, I'm not joking. I wanted to be her in that moment. <laughs> You know what? You know what she was giving, and this is what my thought on this on this thing. This is the end of the movie, by the way. And so, like, she, uh, um, so before she, well, while she's confronting the her boss, he calls her Pollyanna because he has found out her true identity. Yep, her and name is she Pollyanna, really is. and she is she is a former uh, she is a she was a sex worker as a as a, a teenager. He has a lot of nerve. By the yeah, way, he's he's not a nice person. Not no, he's terrible. Yeah. And so she's not having any of it. So what I think is happening here, whenever she gets dressed up like this, I think I think she's giving him the Pollyanna experience. I live for the Pollyanna. Pollyanna's also a hot name. Yeah. <laughs> so so she shows up to the rock star's um, penthouse and she as 
in the guise of um, a sex worker. She's like, I'm, I'm going to do this. This is like a, a trade thing. She goes in there all alone and she's playing it up. And he's like there to like do the goods. And she, uh, she takes off her top dyed red nipples. I was loving it. I don't know why. It is the craziest reveal. It is an insane reveal, but you want to know what? It was like, I don't have time for pasties, girl. This is Kool-Aid. It came right out of the packet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then she kicks the ever-living shit out of him. Literally. Topless. Roundhousing. Spinning. Spinning to gain momentum on the the stomp. Right. And it's like to camera, it was really intense. And I was like, it was what? really cool. It was so it was, cool in her boots. I was like, girl, work. Yes. It yes, was a, yes. a really lovely payoff, I would say. I would agree. And then she puts her top back on. Yeah. She, he met Pollyanna. Nomi doesn't, isn't here anymore. No, Nomi can't come to the phone right now. Why? It's, because she's dead. Taylor Swift said that in one of her songs. <laughs> yeah. Same with Nomi. Uh, yeah. Nomi, it's the, he, she, he gets the full Pollyanna experience. Um, and she just walks right out of there and she was just like, he wanted to sleep, so don't disturb him. And then yeah, she... and the guys are all laughing. <laughs> you really put a number on him. <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah. so lame. It's so lame. And so she uh walks away from Las Vegas and she's hitchhiking, tits out. Yep. And guess what? Guess who picks her up? Same guy from the beginning. And she's got her switch played out again. And she's like, he doesn't recognize her because she has her sunglasses on. And then she takes them off and she's like, whoa. So so crazy. So ridiculous. How could you not recognize her? Right. She's she's like, like, give me my hottest. She is the tallest and hottest person he's probably ever picked up on the road. And he doesn't recognize her because she's wearing these tiny 90 sunglasses. Like you can literally see her face behind those. They cover half a square inch. There's like, I don't know, two centimeters of sunglasses for all of you out there who use that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so a uh, few centimeters. Yeah. Who <laughs> use it instead of inches. Right. And so who use the uh, correct conversions, whereas we do not. You should have just gone straight to millimeters. Well, no, because it sound mean, grander, like 150 millimeters. I could have. Also, we're going to have to do a Celsius and Fahrenheit conversion because John, it a was. A Celsius? Oh, yes. A <laughs> Celsius, to, Celsius to Fahrenheit conversion. Also, I love that you're plugging out. Hi, sponsor us, Celsius. Celsius. We do love you. If you're watching us on YouTube, Actually, I'm holding an orange Celsius. I only, I only like, I only like the orange one. Sorry, I, that's yeah. it. I, sorry. <laughs> how you, do, you can email us. Doesn't Gilly? Doesn't... Isn't that how Gilly says it? Yeah, Dang. Gilly. Um, so that's the movie. That's Showgirls. Um, how do you feel? How do I feel? Yeah. Well. I, John, I totally went into this thinking I was going to hate this movie. Yeah. I'm obsessed with this movie. I'm literally <sighs> obsessed with this movie. I think a lot of people agree that they are obsessed with a movie. I think a I lot don't of people. Think... Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Let, let's get into it. I'm going to give my rating and I'm going to have two different ratings. Okay. okay. I have two ratings, <laughs> but I'm going to give the objective version of this. Okay. I'm, from an objective standpoint, out of 10, out of 10 out of 10 dresses where your t- where your tits pop out of it during a comedy show at Chino's, there's about 250 of those in here <laughs> no but the dress itself from the comp no 
out of. Oh, the comedy queen. Yeah, the comedy queen. Yeah. So there could, there are so many different things we could pick from here. But out of 10 dresses rigged to have your tits pop out of, objectively, this movie is a three. But <laughs> out of 10, out of 10, um, what is it? Out of 10 <laughs> full conversations about eating dog chow, yeah. this movie's a 10. For me, in uh-huh. my opinion, because it falls in line, it gives me everything I want. It, this is this is Starship Troopers with tits. It is Starship <laughs> Troopers with tits, which already has tits in it. It does, but not as many as this because you can't, there's not a single scene in this movie that doesn't have a pair of boobs in it. So if you love boobs, this movie's for you. Yeah. You know what? Nudity doesn't really phase me at all. So I don't care one bit. I like, I don't, I I see, I can see the the shock factor of the nineties. Like, I I don't like whenever you don't fall within like a heteronormative, uh, experience in your life like for some reason nudity and like norms like that sort of fall to the wayside no and can i say this i want to say this why are people shocked this movie is literally about a stripper it's nc-17 if i recall the movie was nc-17 when it came out what did you think you were going to watch right but i mean i i would Yo, the 90s mentality was so stupid and so backwards. I am so sorry. Gen X, Generation X, and the boomers now, you guys did this. I'm going to say right now, I love you, Gen X, I do. But for real, like, what were you doing? Isn't this not what you wanted? (laughs) It's exactly what they wanted, but I think people were ashamed of wanting it. This movie's so... I love this movie. Yeah. I, I mean, I three would... objectively, it's not the story's <laughs> crazy as hell, but I have, I have, okay. So with, with that to that, yes. So I would no, say yes, your turn, I would say story wise. And I would just, I would also agree with you, but with the, the technical aspects of everything, th- this movie looks good. It this, does look good. It is masterful filmmaking from behind the camera. And also in front of the camera, like the sets are amazing. The lighting is so good. The framing, the photography, uh, the hair, the makeup, the nails, actually. There's a whole close-up shot. It's a plot point. Hold up. Nomi's hair with the gold in it? Yeah. Holy shit. The wardrobe. So amazing. Right. This movie is done. Oh, Please it's keep a, going. It's ma- it's technically amazing. But I mean, but storytelling wise, it does fall real, real short. It doesn't fall flat because there's not a single person. In and I'm not that's flat. No, no, definitely not, not one. Not there's one. Not a fool. Not there's no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I've been and also I'm not even mad at the acting, I think, because it was like me either. It was so over the top with her, like her exaggerated reactions to things. It's not Elizabeth Berkeley being a bad actress. It's no. her making a choice. I don't think she was a bad actress at all. There's not one bad She's thing. She's consistent. I can say her characterizations are really consistent. And like there's moments where she has some real depth behind those eyes and moments. And like I think so. I I think she did a phenomenal job in this movie. Me too. I think everyone did. I, I was just gonna say that. I think casting, they couldn't have picked anyone better for this movie. Yeah, Gina Gershon is like deliciously Incredible. villainous. 
oh, she is. And she's so gorgeous. Yeah. It's just, everybody did such an amazing job, but just like the story itself kind of ruins everything. But I don't know. I, justice for showgirls, dude. Like, let listen, we can do justice for Tanya later. This yeah. is just hashtag just, justice for showgirls and justice for Elizabeth Berkeley. Cause dude, she, I don't know. I don't understand why it ruined her career, but it did. This should have catapulted her into another level. Yeah. I, that, I'm so afraid about for Lily Rose Depp at this point too, because she's even in 2023, she's facing similar backlash for yeah. uh, the idol. People will forget it fast enough. She'll be fine. I yeah. think she's going to be totally fine. Because I don't they, think... they, they almost can't look past the the sexual the sexuality in, in the in the movie or the show. I think, but if you look past it, even while she's like doing the things that she's doing, Lily Rose Depp's acting is like really good. People need to get over it. And here's what I was going to say. This is where we're going to make all of our money. So for all of you out here, I'm already saying this. This is our idea. Actually, it's not even our idea. <laughs> this is what I'm going to say about this show or about this movie. This movie has the makings of an amazing HBO show. Ooh. If you were to break every single thing down and make this a story that continues, have specific parts of this movie be broken down into how you make maybe a four a four season series, yeah, John, Showgirls works as TV. This would be incredible. Because well, it, a, it brings the melodrama. It brings the melodrama. Now, had Elizabeth Berkeley had this happened now, this would have made an amazing show because you have the drama from behind the scenes of the cutthroatness of being a showgirl. You have her being a stripper. I want to know more about her backstory, which is great. The Pollyanna backstory. Past, the Pollyanna past coming to creep up. Okay. We also can dive deeper into the stories and relationships that she has with yeah. um, uh, the guy who, for some reason, was like, I'm going to put you in your show. I want to know stories. This would make an incredible series. Absolutely. And this would make an incredible series. Just title it Showgirls. Give yeah. us the rest. And I want the Look, same director. It's an, it's an MGM property, you know? John, this could make such a good series i'd fully be on board for this yeah look you know what i'll i'll notify my agent and manager and see if we can't work something out after the strike is done can't i'm not do joking john for real this this is the moment i was thinking about this after watching it i was like this has to be written in television yeah yeah has to yeah i'll, I'll look into berkeley it. back and guess who she can be she can be nomi's the, the lady who's there, who has her back, who's like, what you need to do is you need to find a man and you need to find a job. She's like, who'd you find? I chipped my tooth on a quaalude, by the way, hilarious. <laughs> I think that is so funny. That's a line that happens so fast that like, I was like, wait, what did she just say? It's so funny. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's so hilarious. And I love that actress. Let bring Elizabeth Berkeley back. Let her play that role. Because she, it, it like the last shot is of a Los Angeles, 2000 miles away, 200 miles away or whatever. And like, so she's on her way to Los Angeles. So right. she has a life in Los Angeles, not dissimilar to Maxine. If you think right. about it, John, and guess what? I already did think about it. I did too. As soon as I saw that sign, I was like, wait a minute. 
I Wait already a thought minute. about it. That's what I'm saying. I think this movie had so much more influence on pop culture today than we really know. This well, movie, we'll to see me, what Maxine's going to bring because like Ty West's Maxine to come is going to be probably very similar to this. Right. And here's the thing too. It's like, while this movie does have its flaws, I'm not joking. I love this movie. I, I'm I'm not going to give what the critics think. I don't you care. You can forgive a lot think. of that because all of all of these choices, all of the things that are being perceived as like bad, those were intentionally done knowing think full this, well how they were going to play out on screen. Right. I think this movie might, I think this movie could, it could be like a perfect movie for, for right. me. Because it, it's, it's executed in a way that was completely thought, thought, thought of before it was, everything was intentional. Even now, that, even that crazy sex scene in the pool. Right. There wasn't, I wouldn't change it either. And I wouldn't take it out. I, and I can tell you this earnestly, I will be watching this movie again. I love the fashion. I, the story. Yes. Whatever. <laughs> There's so much more yeah. to explore. There's so much more to explore, but I, I'm not giving the story faults either because it's a full and complete story with elements that could have just been adjusted. Yeah, it just needs to get there a lot sooner. It's a little too slow of a burn to get right. to the meat of the story and it but lingers that's on. Why. Yeah. And it that's just like, why I think it makes good television. Yeah. Cause you can like drag it out episode. Drag episode. it out because guess what? Give me a cliffhanger. Yeah. For every episode. I want to know what's like happening in this next. in this mo- in this episode, they only talk about dog chow and their love of it. <laughs> and, and right. But, but are they see, talking about dog chow? No, and we get to see all of the different because listen, nightlife in Las Vegas, it's insane. The people are crazy. Imagine this, imagine the places you could take this story. God, yeah. I, I actually would live yeah. for a show, girls, HBO adaptation, not Netflix. Yeah, We're doing but, HBO or Showtime. That's it. You know what? Technically, it would probably since it is an MGM property. Uh, it would go on Amazon, I think, because Amazon owns MGM now. Did you know that? No, but honestly, cool. I mean, Amazon can do. I think Amazon might have some good TV. Yeah, I don't. I don't really actually shop around Amazon for TV. Maybe I should. Yeah, you know. Uh, no, that's a. I like the movies that they have on there. But you know what? <laughs> Whatever. John, <laughs> so, bring uh, Showgirls to Amazon. But you know what? That's crazy, though. And I say that because I went on Amazon looking for this and it wasn't even available to rent. I know. It's on Pluto TV. And Tubi. And Tubi? The bargain bins. Give me a break. Give me a bargain bins. And it's free. Yeah, it's crazy because like... NC-17, free on Tubi. I'm like, dude, any... Yo, Tubi Children are going to be messed up. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, I, okay, children, so, have, children have too much of the, of the world at their fingertips at this point in time, right? In our day and age, but I mean, they put they put Showgirls, which I think is highly regarded as a cult classic, in the bargain bin. It doesn't belong there. It doesn't <sighs> belong there. Crazy. Okay, we'll know. talk to your agent when all of this is over, because John, I am so serious. But you I better, will. You better tell your agent. Listen, I'm going to have a ghostwriter. Like, look, I. I will. I, do I'm bringing my friend along because I'm do. helping. I have to help with this. <laughs> so, so stay tuned. And the the saga. Um, I none I of you bitches out there better try to steal this idea either. This, we've got it. This is ours. Yeah. 
all of our 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 sixty our sixty downloaders, constant downloaders. I don't yeah, know. all of you out. I'm there. inflating that number. I think. Yeah. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was very Gina Gershon of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but yeah, she um uh a, a little as she as she would say a little pain and a little surgery uh can take you a long way yeah it can that's a really good sage advice i hope it takes me somewhere someday yeah would you ever do lip implants like she has no no nope i think i'm okay yeah i might get a little bit of i might get a little bit of botox in my forehead wrinkles but i think that kind of would do it i don't think i'm gonna get my lips filled or nothing like that i'm kind of just set with the face i have this is what i look like and hop I'm on gonna... over to the youtube to see what travis looks like yep. but i'm not gonna say do it if you want i'm all yeah. i'm all for it do whatever you want to your own body it's your body yeah i don't judge me either i i love plastic surgery i think people who are committed fully committed are my favorite people <laughs> like like angeline yeah 100 <laughs> percent. oh by the way rotten tomatoes uh, can we just go there real yeah quick? let's do the rotten tomatoes this is considered a queer movie by the way and i'm like is yeah. it yeah, it is. Absolutely. I, I, I totally get it. It it feels queer. Oh yeah, there's a there's the 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 gay tension between Elizabeth Bank um, Elizabeth Banks. Honestly? Uh, yeah, we're get her in too. <laughs> Elizabeth Berkeley and Gina Gershon. And they totally make out in the hospital. They do, which is I mean, if you're gonna make out with somebody and she looks right. so good in that hospital bed. But that's neither here nor there. Okay, so what does Rotten Tomatoes have to say? A twenty three percent. Oh, whoa. Mm. And the audience score is slightly higher at 37%. Mm. And uh, the critics consensus is like probably the worst one I've ever read in my entire life, which is vile, contemptible, garish, and misogynistic. And that might just be exactly showgirl's point. So why would they give it such a low score? Because it actually is exactly that. It's a statement. It's a it's an observation. It is a study of of that, especially in the nineties. I agree. And guess what? They just weren't ready for it. it. It was it's truly ahead of its time. They didn't like being called out, and this movie is calling out all of these behaviors. Yeah. And they don't like it. No, they Sorry. don't. And it's just like weird. And you know what? I would I wouldn't call it ahead of its time because if this were to come out nowadays, seeing how people are reacting to the idol in the media, it's so high and mighty. It's crazy. And I'm like. If this were to come out now, it would face similar backlash because I, I I don't have trust in people or audiences like ability to just like look past the sexuality and nudity of it all. Right. You know especially I mean? because it feels like as a country, we are reverting back to the 90s. Absolutely. Which is not cool. We're, we're not, not a, here to go. We're back. not a political podcast, but nope. our rights are constantly under attack right now yeah and at risk and it's really annoying so for all of you out there anyway john i just want to say i love this episode and i love this movie i don't love how hot it is here wherever you are i hope you all are staying cool it it was 118 degrees yesterday no it was not for all of you out there is 47.7 celsius so i hope you all know what i had john my car it took so long to cool off. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going <laughs> to die in my car. You're like, this is how I go. I can this open it. the door I've... and get out of this oven, but I'm, this, no. 
this is i am now a broasted chicken yeah you are slightly <laughs> overcooked i not even not even remotely cooked to the way you'd want bro like burnt you like you like smell you're like is somebody having a barbecue oh it's wait me. that's me it's me it's all the salt coming out of my pores cooking into me i you're cured i was cured i was cured ham. <laughs> so i hope everyone out there is staying cool i know it's hard to do yeah. right now it's hot yeah the world Just is like on this fire movie. Oh, this movie hot. is hot it's muy caliente <laughs> it is muy caliente <laughs> um well travis we did it again we did we did another episode we talked about a movie we talked about showgirls um if you want to where uh, we want to hear what you listeners and viewers and things would like us to watch if we're not satisfying it we're not if we're not scratching an itch that you need to be uh itched then you email us at meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com tell mm -hmm. us uh your thoughts and whatever uh um, prayers thoughts and prayers tell us your uh, thoughts and yeah, prayers there's <laughs> in the and uh hop on over to instagram and uh mean at mean girls interrupted and uh, we'll get to threads eventually, probably. I actually posted on threads. I let everyone know we were doing this movie. Oh, no way. Yeah, that was our first post, and it was about showgirls. Nice. See, I'm, I'm so far behind already. I'm just. That's okay. I'll go on there every now and then. You don't have to go to threads if you okay. don't want. It's all up to you guys. I, I just don't understand. It's just Twitter. It's diet Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Twitter without the porn. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, it's Twitter light. It's not. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like the Disney, the Disney version. It is. It's Disney Twitter. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, so with that, Travis, I'm going to have to see you at the movies. Roll the credits. You like, I don't know, somehow just the most strategically placed set of marbles to break someone's ankle. <laughs> Showgirls. <laughs> Showgirls. Bye. <laughs> bye bye.